1: Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision
0: As Christian believers, there's long been a concern, hasn't there, that at some point in the future an authoritarian government may come to power and begin the process of dismantling those elements of our Christian culture that have made us who we are. But what happens when it's not the authoritarian government doing the dismantling, but a radicalising of a general populace and the rise of certain radical groups who appear to be intent on attacking especially issues around Christian faith? Well, Christian cultural commentator Bill Muhlenberg is back with us today and we want to come around some of these sorts of issues. Bill, welcome back to 2020.
1: Great to be back.
0: Bill, a couple of articles you've been writing this week. One of them reminds us that there are things going on and asking the question, are Christian believers just simply and passively letting it happen? Uh, let's start with that because it does appear to be that there's a lot of things happening and and uh, we do af- appear to be powerless to do anything.
1: Yeah, well, my website certainly documents plenty of uh specific cases of the war on faith, family and freedom. Uh you know, probably every week I've got several pieces at least in which I'm documenting this. You know, it's not just theoretical. It is happening. It's happening in Australia, in America, in the West. Uh, So trying to get the churches to wake up, Christians to wake up, uh, that's the biggest problem. In that uh, more generic piece you just referred to, I talked about, this has always been the case, right? The Old Testament prophets always ignored. Nobody listened to them. Nobody cared. Uh, God, I think, is giving us prophetic voices today to try to sound the alarm, wake up the churches hey, things are going downhill real fast. We're losing it all very quickly, and yet uh, most Christians seem totally asleep or don't seem to care. So, you know, cities are burning down all around us. Riot is taking place. Uh, things are happening, and yet most Christians seem oblivious to it all. So uh, I guess people like me will just keep pointing out the clear examples. will keep sounding the alarm, but... Uh, the response, well, that's, uh, you know, we can only ask God to wake up a very sleepy church and uh, let them uh, become aware that a war is going on all around us. We can't just sit on the sidelines, pretend it's not happening.
0: Bill, the US, the UK, throughout Europe and here in Australia, this Idea that many have caught on to uh, that you can pull down the statues of a nation's heritage and that makes a comment about Black Lives Matter or issues to do with racism. And I wonder whether you've got some thoughts as to whether you think that's as far as the pulling down of statues goes because uh, you are taking things a little deeper.
1: Yeah, well, we know both from the study of history and, hate to say it, my own background. I used to be a radical lefty involved in the revolution Mm -hmm. back in the late 60s. So from my own experience, from our understanding of history, from our knowledge of the radical left and communism and Marxism, uh, we know it's never going to end where it now is. It's going to keep going. The push will keep going so in one of my pieces this week I do document not only the you know various statues being pulled down and well it really is the erasure of our history it's it's pretending we don't have a past it's rewriting our history to suit the radicals that's always a very dangerous place to be in but that's always how the tyrants consolidate power take away people's history And they can control their future. So yeah, it started off with uh, obviously the Black Lives Matter rioting. We're now having a new batch of uh, well, iconoclasm, pulling down icons and statues and monuments. First, supposedly of black, uh, well, those who are racists, you know, white uh, racists who are supposedly. Uh, whether they owned slaves or what have you. So those statues are being pulled down. And then of more recent times, the American founders, you know, George Washington or Jefferson or even Columbus, uh, all deemed to be evil white men for various reasons. So their statues have got to go. Of course, Australia, you know, things like Captain Cook, he's deemed to be evil as well, and we've got to get rid of all memory of him. And then in my piece, I document the newest and most scary uh, examples of this. Now we've got activists calling for the destruction of all figures, statues, images, even stained glass windows, because Jesus is depicted as some white European, and this is racism. So we've actually got calls from leading figures who are followed by millions saying we must destroy images of Jesus. It's racism. It's white colonialism. So break down the stained glass windows. Destroy any images we find. So, the you know, it's put two and two together. What's next? Well, let's start burning those Bibles. Let's start burning down those churches. They're all evil institutions of white power and privilege. So that's got to go as well. So, you know, this does not stop. It just keeps going and it gets worse by the day. So we really better wake up pretty quickly or we will lose it all.
0: Bill, the idea of burning churches, well, that's what we've seen in the U.S. Uh, The idea of burning churches, well, that uh, into Europe, there's been a a mass burning of churches uh, over recent years and that hasn't come to the fore a whole lot, even in mainstream media. Of course, uh, the Notre Dame Cathedral, the main one that we might all make reference to. But the idea of burning down churches, you mentioned iconoclasm, the idea that in Christianity, uh, those parts that have statues and things that draw attention to God, uh, the other side and the Protestant side of things, uh, we tend not to have those sorts of statues. But when you have icons of faith and people want to pull them down, that's an attack on all faith, isn't it? How do you see that? Because some people might be divided about statues and things like that and saying, that's not me anyway. But doesn't this include every Christian?
1: No, that's a very good point. Uh, In fact, in one of my articles this week, I do look at that in a bit of detail, and it's a a very good issue to be aware of. In fact, I've heard some, sadly, some rather clueless Christians trying to say, oh, well, the people pulling down and smashing statues today, they're just like uh, the earlier Christians who did similar things. Well, no, actually, it's apples and oranges, two radically different things. There were, certainly in the 6th and 7th centuries, periods of what we call the iconoclasm controversies, an icon, of course, an image or likeness. So, Uh, Some were opposed to this, and it wasn't, by the way, just, well, we're looking back now, Protestant versus Catholic. This was also Catholic versus Orthodox, even before the three were actually called that early on in the church. There was widespread debate. What is the role and place of things like images and icons in the church? Are they helpful for devotion and worship, or are they detracting from uh, who God is? Does it become idolatrous? Is it a violation of the second commandment? So, where there there were real biblical and theological questions being asked, and that's what was behind some of these iconoclasm. Controversies in the early church, but of course, all of that is completely different from what we have today. There is no concern today when a statue of Columbus is pulled down, or of Jefferson, or even Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, you know, there's no concern about the honor and glory of God. There's no concern about, you know, is this idolatry? This is simple uh, radical secular left hatred of the West. Hatred of its Judeo-Christian roots and its attempt to, as we say, destroy our past to rewrite our history. So we need to be clear that these are two quite different things. Christians did have some questions about the use of images and statues and the like in the churches in the past, but what we have here is a whole different ball game. It's want and destruction, anarchy and revolution. So uh, it does, however, bring up some interesting issues.
0: Bill, when we talk about all of this happening under the banner of Black Lives Matter and the turning of attention to those Christian statues, or as you've suggested, even the possibility of burning Bibles, uh, these sorts of things targeting Christianity, but there's a little bit here of a hypocritical contradiction because there's this assumption, isn't there, that Jesus, the Jesus of the Bible, the Jesus that we say is Lord and Saviour, that somehow or other he's a white Jesus. And of course, that's far from the truth when we talk about the cultural foundations of who Jesus is, a Jewish man.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the whole notion is just foolish, right? I mean, uh, maybe a few people have it in mind that Jesus is some white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes, but I don't think most Christians are that silly. We know he was a Middle Eastern Jew. He was a Galilean Jew. So you simply ask, what did they tend to look like either 2,000 years ago or today? So probably, yeah, darker skin, maybe curly hair, Uh, you know, so... This idea that Jesus is some white guy, it's uh, you know—it's a foolish notion to begin with. So the idea that we have to smash stained glass windows and start a war on churches, uh, it's a fake war. But uh, there's a second kind of hypocrisy and double standards we can also note here. A lot of these guys are talking about destructive old white people and all the harm they've caused. Well, if... Uh, the black militants and their other supporters are really concerned about this. There'd be a lot of other uh, things I would think we could do, including pulling down their statues, you know, whether Marx and Lenin, who caused the deaths of millions, hundreds of millions of people. Think of uh, one old white female, Margaret Sanger, who uh, became the founder of Planned Parenthood. There are more black babies killed today in the world through Planned Parenthood, the abortion business, than certainly by any uh, whites or white police. So if they're really concerned about these old white supremacists, they should start by yanking down the statues of people like Margaret Sanger. So the whole thing is madness. It's a radical left revolution. They're very selective in their moral outrage. Uh, I don't see statues of Marx being pulled down or Sanger, but uh, anybody, uh, Washington or a Captain Cook, they're fair game. So it just shows the the madness of what's going on here. And by the way, speaking of madness, let me just throw this in. I saw today that our ABC, and this is not satire, this is not make-believe. The ABC has actually been talking about how they're concerned about the game of chess because it seems that white pieces always begin to move before black pieces So. Uh, leave it to our ABC that us taxpayers have to fund to come up with this kind of madness.
0: <laughs> well, it is, uh, it is as you say, uh, madness. Bill, take us back to this idea that somehow or other we're left sleeping and mm-hmm. ignoring the fact, uh, wondering what to do, being steamrolled and uh, not even putting up a hand and raising a voice against it. What are your thoughts just quickly here?
1: Yeah, well, again, we have to learn from history. It wasn't that long ago, late 30s, early 40s, books were being burned on the streets of German cities, Uh, And many Christians sat by and weren't even aware of what the Nazis were up to. It's the same today. We have the stated aims of the radical left and what they want to do with the West, but most of us are sleeping. Uh, God has sent prophetic voices. They've often been ignored. But, well, some of us just have to keep speaking out because uh, it's going to get worse probably before it gets better so how we awaken a sleeping church? That's always the million dollar question. So we got to pray for revival, pray for a church that's got ears to hear. Uh, and if it doesn't, well, it's it's going to be bad news.
0: Well, Bill, always good getting your insights. Let me point people to your latest articles. You can simply find those at BillMuhlenberg.com or you can Google Culture Watch one word. Bill, thanks so much for the update today on 2020.